Okay, well, uh, welcome to episode 22 of Power Podcast. What? I had to look at what number it was. No. Um, we're your hosts, Christopher. Are you going to say your name? No, I was going to CJ, uh, I was chilling my gum really loud. <laughs> and Gobs. Gobbo to delicious luscious. Always. Um, if you check out the video version of the podcast, you're going to see some another style of dancing at the start mm. of this video. Um, today yeah. we're talking about upcoming mob events, um, different sports events and recreational t- activities that we're gonna have. Um, also, we're talking about what we normally have in our gym bags, like what, we, what type of equipment that we usually take around, um, what we prefer to carry around also, so. Um, oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So, so let's start with events. Upcoming events. I feel like, because Chris does a lot of our social media posting, that you should start with the upcoming events that you know about. There you go. And then I will go ahead and segue off of that because I know more than you, and then CJ will do last because he knows more than the three of us. How about I'll start because I have a the very, two of us. very, very specific knowledge. All right. CJ's going to start. Uh, CJ, go. In, I believe it's June 12th, we're starting the Game Ready Fit program here at MOB. Uh, that's going to be for youth. Um, ages 13, roughly, to 18. We'll make some special exceptions if you have kids who are on the borderline but are fairly uh, active, know their bodies pretty well. Um, that's going to be a fit class, though. It's not going to be sports-specific. It's going to be about just general fitness, getting the kids off the couch during the summertime, get away from the TV, away from the video games, and uh, getting them fit. That will be coached by Gobs. Yeah, so um, it, it, it's elite fitness, but, yeah, general fitness is fine, too. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yes, yeah, so, so, so Gobs is going to be getting these guys fit, get, teaching them new movements, um, it won't be super technical, um, but they will be moving the barbell a little bit. But uh, it's going to be stuff that will be good for them to take over to their sport later on. Um, but overall, just general fitness that we're looking to get them. What else? Is that all you got? That's all I got. What about Mary's fit. class? Do you know anything about that? Gymnastics class. Mary's gymnastics Mary. class is going to be Quick, starting run over again. Here. Quick. I think it's capped at six people, though. So get with her. This is on the board. This, is, this is Coach Mary. She's going to tell you about the gymnastics class real quick. Go. There. There's, There's also a video. Starting first Monday in June, 6.45 p.m. for consecutive Mondays. We have gymnastics class. Sign up, be there, email me for more information. Thanks. There you go. Mary at GameReadyFit.com. It's, this has only been like, not even three minutes, so yeah. we've gone through a lot. <laughs> two, <laughs> right. two things. But yeah, right. so, so Game Ready Fit at Mob, 10 a.m. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, starting here in June. Uh, if you have questions or are interested, get signed up or email us. You can email me at cj at GameReadyFit.com. Or you can email Mary at GameReadyFit.com or uh, contact Gobs or anyone in the gym should know something about it. So, there's, yeah, go ahead. All right, go ahead, Christopher. Gym oh. events. Um, this upcoming weekend on the 27th, we have a uh, Hero Wad. Actually, we have two Hero Wads coming up this uh, Memorial Day weekend. On Saturday, we have Hero Wad Wick um, at 9 a.m. Um, for our wad on the weekend. It's going to be inside. Well, it's going to be at Mob, so uh, we don't have a seminar going on this week. Um, so everything's going to go back to normal. Um, we're going to kick off the uh, week on Saturday at 9 a.m. On Monday, Memorial Day, we're doing Murph, um, everybody's favorite workout um, for every year. So better get on your running shoes. Because every CrossFitter loves running, right? 
for sure. Yeah. Uh, big time. Yeah. <laughs> Love that. Um, we're going to be uh, doing some heats at 9 a.m. on uh, Monday, the 29th, for Murph as well. Um, just know that there's not going to be regular classes throughout the day. Um, heats are going to start at 9 a.m. Um, and they're just going to last until you're, you finish Murph. And hopefully you don't have that. So. Merciful um, long one. Don't, don't, be, uh, don't be silly and think you're going to wear a weight vest and do it on partition because you don't want to. Please, please do it at your, uh, your ability. Don't, don't, be, don't be stubborn and try to be, you know, be here for two hours because you want to do it you know, RX. So don't waste your time or anybody else's. General rule of thumb for those of you out there, and um, people probably won't take my advice, but um, if you can't already do Murph in under an hour without a weight vest, then you shouldn't wear a weight vest. Right? We're trying to get a good stimulus from the workout, but if putting on a weight vest makes you take an hour and a half, that's just that's too long. It's way too long to be working out for that, that particular exercise. But we're not going to stop you, but you'll be working out for an hour and a half, and it's not going to be very fun. But yeah. go ahead. Um, yeah, if you don't know what a Murph is, it's basically um, a mile run, 100, 100 pull-ups. 200 push, push-ups and 300 air squats and then another mile, mile run. If you're doing RX, it's with a 20 weight, a 20 pound weight vest. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's gonna take a while. So if you're gonna do an RX, you, it's unpartitioned too. So you do 100 pull-ups, then 200 push-ups, then 300 squats, which makes it much more difficult than doing a traditional way of 20 rounds of Cindy. Yeah. Much more difficult. Yeah, we just did 10 rounds of sitting um, last Wednesday, I think. Um, so if you did Cindy on last Wednesday, that would give you an idea of how um, Murph will be if you've never done Murph before. Uh, but on... We're talking a lot about Murph. Yes. Everyone knows about Murph. Anyways, um, a little bit more on Wick the day, two days before. Well, there's probably a lot of people out there that are like, why are we doing two Hero Wads back to back? Um, so Wick is a Hero Wad for private first class, Jacob Wickstra, who's actually my cousin-in-law's brother. So I personally know this person. Um, she's going to be here. And his anniversary for um, the date that he died is the 28th, which is Sunday. And so they wanted to keep it close to the anniversary. I didn't want to do them back to back, so we're doing it Saturday. But there's also a foundation that was started called Flights for Fallen Families. It is run by Wick's sister, Hannah, who is my cousin-in-law. And um, for more information on that, you can go to their website or you can also donate to them. And just long story short, so that foundation, what it does is for um, fallen soldiers or people who are killed in the line of duty, it helps their families pay for the travel that is involved with identifying and retrieving the body and just helping with those types of costs. So for more information, check out their website, uh, or you can look at the links on Facebook for that as well. So that's why we're doing those kind of close to back to back. If anyone's like, why are we doing two? That's why. Sweet. It's a good wad. It's uh, difficult, but good. So good. Now the bridge is here. We can get right into what's Wait. in your gym bag. Let's go ahead. Wait. One last thing. One last thing. Um, on June 25th, uh, I think it's a, yeah, it is a Sunday. Uh, we're gonna have battle boxes. Um, 
2017 edition. So uh, it's coming up quickly. It's about a month away. Uh, make sure if you're interested in competing in this event. It's for one, it's going to be hosted at Mob, um, but uh, teams are going to be. Um, wait, what was it? Uh, you will have a partner in your team um, for each box if they um, sign up at least three different teams that are signed up from the same box then you'll be in the running of best box, um, best box um, so to be awarded award. the best box trophy it's so. always a good, good reward to have best box I don't know right? yeah <laughs> hello um, but yeah uh, Bridge is here so uh, real quick before we move on because we've only talked about like the next week um, events that we have coming up so that haven't been planned yet um, our nutrition challenge is coming to an end we're gonna get another one rolling it might take a couple weeks but uh, we're gonna bring the body fat truck in here and do hydrostatic body fat testing before and after that nutrition challenge so that's a little bit different uh, we're also planning a trip to do the incline which has kind of been posted in the CrossFit mob uh, members group um, but we'll see how the turnout is for that one, and if if not, we'll try to make it a more planned out, uh, like further out event, so people can plan for it. Uh, we're also trying to do paintballing here, so we're trying to get together and do paintballing, and then we're also trying to plan a mob softball game where people come out and play softball and just hang out, have snacks and drinks, things like that. Um, if you have an idea for an event or you know something, any type of like potluck, or if you have the capabilities at your house to maybe host a barbecue or something and you're just like, hey, I want to have people from the gym over, just let us know and we can totally make that happen. Um, or any specific ideas as far as events go. We like to do things outside of the gym and you know, particularly that might involve using some fitness because we work hard for what we have, so let's, let's put it to use. Uh, those are just kind of things that we have as far as on the to-do list. Um, just either come to class and we'll make announcements or keep up with us on Facebook and Instagram as far as events go just to stay posted on those see when they're coming out specifics like that cool alright that's pretty much it for events that we have coming up um, next we're going to talk about what belongs in your gym bag what should you go in your gym bag or, or what is what in, is in so most people's gym bags we're just emptying our gym bag now just so we can oh give an example God. yeah there's a lot of stuff going on. <laughs> Most here. people's gym bag shouldn't be as full as with Bristol Bridges gym bag, but can oh, you fit in your gym bag? Look at that. Well, like, let's just let's start with like what, what should like, what should every crossfitter have in their basic gym bag? No, people who aren't as advanced as Bridget, who don't have the yeah. the skill no, level. What, so what, what should the everyday crossfitter have have in their gym bag? So say they're traveling out of town, they want to take some stuff with them. What should they have in their gym bag? I think rule number one. Well, yeah, so Mary just yelled jump rope. And this is good because if you are one of those, if you have your own jump rope or you really like your own jump rope, if you don't have it with you and you travel out of town, um, it can be hard using a jump rope that isn't yours. Yeah, it's not fit to your length. And Bridget yourself. has a jump rope. She has two of them. Let's, um, add, let's ask her, Bridget, why do you have two jump ropes? So yeah, so there's obviously there's different brands um, and different types of jump ropes that you can use. Um, so I have the Rogue Jump Rope, uh, the Spieler version, which I really, really like. Um, it has a ball bearing. It has one ball bearing um, to allow multiple, like, two dimensions of movement um, versus most jump ropes, like the cheap RX ones that you buy only have one dimension of movement yeah. to them. Um, 
And then I really like the RPM rope um, is a lot faster. Uh, it not only has a bar as a bearing on the jump rope itself, but the handle itself spins. So it feels really lightweight in your hand. Um, and the, the, uh, the jump rope itself can come in different weights. So if you want to practice with a heavier jump rope, like this, my Rogue one, I consider my training jump rope, so it has a little bit of heavier weight, versus the RPM is a super, super light weight, and so I use that for more competition. Okay. Good, so that's, that's a basic that, Every it's not mandatory, but yeah, you should have a jump rope or a jump rope you like in your, in your bag, um, just especially if you're traveling and you don't have time to go to a box. A, a jump rope is a simple piece of equipment that travels easily True. that you can use to, in an exercise instead of doing the redundant push-up, sit-ups, air squats. like a hotel wad. Yeah, for totally. sure. You can do a lot with a jump rope. So she has a jump rope. Um, I think another thing that is probably the most crucial is workout shoes. I was going to say shoes. Yeah. So Bridget has shoes in her bag. She's got two pairs of shoes that I can see right now. So it yeah. looks like she has uh, your general CrossFit shoe, your Nanos, and then she also has a hybrid lift, or actually they're, they're Reebok lifters. Yeah. Um, and so let's ask her, Bridget, why do you have two pairs of shoes? <laughs> Again, uh, so different shoes are useful for different things. Some people... Well, this is still going. Already? So. Uh, I was on for like 10 uh, minutes. Sorry. Some people like uh, different shoes for running than they do for squatting. Uh, nanos are really good in that they provide a nice flat base uh, for squatting versus it's not necessarily the best shoe for running. Um, some people like to have a much more minimalist shoe for running. I actually don't like one. We never really run that far in CrossFit, so my Nano totally works for a 400-meter run but I wouldn't go and wear it for a 6K, or like a six mile run. I would not wear my nanos. I wouldn't run six miles, but that's beyond But the point how often do we program six mile runs at CrossFit? So yeah. I don't necessarily need them in my gym bag. I got something for next um, week. No, <laughs> <laughs> But then you've got your lifters. So a lot of people, like I put off buying lifters for a really long time because, you know, because I kind of saw it as like, okay, this shoe is good for one thing. It's $100. Is it really going to give me that added benefit? And anyone who eventually buys lifters will tell you absolutely. absolutely yeah. <laughs> so, like, do you have to spend two? Like, you know, if you look at an Adidas shoe, it's like what two fifty. If you get the nice um, ones, yeah. If you get the like nice two, ones, like two fifty. But you can buy a decent lifting shoe for ninety to a hundred dollars, and they will last. Like, they really, really last you a long time. Like, I still have my Penlays, which like uh, CG was making fun of me for. But like I have, you know, that I bought five years ago, and I still was using them on a regular basis. Yeah. Um, the only thing I had to replace was the shoelaces. I've got so. a pair of hand-me-downs that I got from a buddy who got from a buddy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So and they just, still work. And they still work. So, exactly. So it's an investment that it's an pays investment off itself. That pays off. Absolutely. Um. So and so Bridget has two pairs of shoes. Um. I think it's just if you're, like, just looking for general, it's just good. To at least have one, all right, that one, that CrossFit, that wad shoe that's good for almost everything, really versatile. I think I'm um, talking about myself and CJ. When we travel, we're probably the same as Bridget, where we have, I have a wad shoe, and I also take my lifters with yep. me as well. Um, are you the same? Yep. I Chris? definitely am. Hi. Uh, Chris doesn't. Chris doesn't travel. Chris so doesn't travel. So. Yeah, I don't. Chris doesn't <laughs> go anywhere. Would you like to I have everything in my so, trunk. I, I, was, I would say the next thing that every CrossFitter probably should have in their back 
And it's not so well. You don't necessarily have to have them, but I would say knee sleeves. I travel with knee sleeves for sure. Knee sleeves. I do, um, I do too. Everywhere I go, it's like, it's like Bridget has two sweater. pairs of knee sleeves. <laughs> oh wow! So that begs the question, oh, Bridget. Yeah. Why do you have two pairs of knee sleeves? Two and well, a half. part of it is yeah, two and a half. <laughs> so actually, part of it is because I. Um, well, I went to the games, so I got two pairs for free. Boom! <laughs> but uh, I did want to kind of talk about, like, there are different brands. So uh, I know of three different brands that I have used personally. Um, Rock Tape makes a, a knee sleeve that I used. Um, Ray-Ban is a great brand that a lot of people use. Not the glasses. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, Ray-Ban. Yeah, not R- Ray-Ban, R-E-H-B-A-N-D. the glasses. R-E-H-B-A-N-D. R- yeah, R-E-H-B-A-N-D um, is a really, really great knee sleeve. And then the one that I prefer is called Get Worked, um, spelled W-O-R-K-T. It has more of like a, a wetsuit feel to it, so it doesn't absorb the sweat as much. So stinky real they fast. They don't get stinky as fast. They dry super fast. Like if a Ray-Ban, if you put the Ray-Ban sweaty in your bag, mm-hmm. they will still be sweaty the next day. Yeah. Whereas the Get Worked, if I put them in my bag, they'll still dry out pretty quick. Yeah. Um, and they held up really, really well. They come in different uh, colors. Um, when you order knee sleeves, a lot of times they get priced as one. Uh, so keep that in mind when you're going online and doing some price comparisons. Make sure that that price is, you know, double check that that price is either for one or two knee sleeves because you can buy them as singles if you want to just, if like your right knee bothers you more than your left. Yeah. I don't ever recommend wearing one sleeve and not wear the other. Especially for squatting, um, you I should, used to. You I, used I, I, to. I don't recommend it though. Either. Yeah, I don't recommend it. Just feels funny. Yeah. Yeah, just because your right knee bothers you, it doesn't mean you shouldn't wear knee sleeves on both knees. Um, and in fact, I don't wear knee sleeves because my I have knee problems. Um, I actually really I when I started wearing knee sleeves, my lower back issues went away. Really. Um, because a lot of you build up a lot of tension on the inner. Part of your knee okay. and that tension builds up into your glutes and into your lower back interesting so when my lower back starts to get tight mm-hmm. i know i should have worn my knee sleeves that day interesting i've never heard that before that's interesting um, hey, one what? other thing is right. so this knee sleeve is my rope climb there you go <laughs> nice. so uh if you for rope climbs if you get that burn if you are a j-hook person I, I keep around an old knee, like the, the Ray-Bans um, hold up really well, and you can keep the, the knee sleeve around your ankle, so you don't have to carry around an extra sock. Um, so socks don't do enough for, for rope climbs. You gotta, you yeah, gotta a lot of times a sock won't protect you if you're doing a lot of rope climbs. Yeah. So like Saturday for Wick, you better have a knee sleeve on that ankle. Yeah, I highly, <laughs> highly recommend a knee sleeve, but don't use, I, I wore my Get Worked during the uh, rope okay, climbs yeah, that one day, and they right don't up. hold up. Uh, for the rope climb. So, so if, if you don't want to spend a lot of money on knee sleeves as well, I have a pair of cheap McDavid's I bought from, uh, was it Sporting Sports Authority when they were still in business, but you can probably find them at Dick's Sporting Goods too. Like 15 bucks per knee sleeve, so it's really cheap. It's a really good way to kind of break into it and see if you Wait, want would to Would you say money. that they're the same level of quality? No, though? no, no, not the same level of quality. Yeah. But if you're not looking to spend a lot of money, yes, that's the way yeah. to go. But pay, yeah, however, the $15 it, ones will wear out and they essentially they, they, they aren't doing anything they for get you loose. They, they keep your knees warm. But you yeah, pay for what loose. you get. Yeah, exactly. Uh, can you guys also talk to the wraps? Because wraps are an option that I, some people use. Mm-hmm. I don't. I've never worn wraps. wraps. I've never worn wraps. I, I know they're good for like wraps and stuff. Wraps are awesome. So like, if I had to choose, I love knee sleeves because I have knee problems. My knees, I just have tendonitis. My knees hurt. Um, I guess that's age, whatever. Uh, so I love my knee sleeves. Wraps feel way better. They also 
give you a little bit more tension so it makes it feel like it's easier to squat. Um, the inconvenience with wraps is that you have to be good at wrapping them and it does take a while to wrap them so there is a learning curve because you can wrap them too tight and, they're and then super comfortable. yeah and it, it's gonna like cut off circulation and you want them super tight if you're ever doing like a one rep max but then you take them off right afterwards if you're gonna wear them for a wad you want to wrap them a little bit looser so that way they're tight enough that they stay on and they give you assistance and heat but that they are not cutting off circulation. Um, you'll know if your knee sleeves or wraps are too tight because either you'll feel tingling or your calves will start to cramp. So if your calves are starting to cramp up during a workout and you're wearing knee sleeves, it's probably because wraps. you're wearing the knee sleeves. That It's just hindering blood flow. Um, wraps, I love them. They're great. They're just inconvenient. The knee sleeve takes probably about a second and a half to put on. Wraps, you're looking at, if you're good at it, about 30 seconds per per knee. Good, yeah. yeah. Otherwise like a minute, minute and a half. So then you're like three minutes just putting on wraps. So they're just not as convenient. Um, since we're on the topic, we'll just talk support equipment in general. So our next thing, so we just talked knee sleeves. Um, Bridget also has a belt in her bag. Um, so what's up? Just show the, uh, types of equipment that we're talking about. On is this the thing working? Oh, it is working. I thought it turned off. Yeah, so oh. that, there's the knee sleeve. You can bring them in here. Yeah. There's knee sleeves of different brands. So Ray-Bans. Ray-Bans. And the Get Worked. Get Worked. You can see the difference in the, the sheen of those two. The, the Get Worked. And these are inside out. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah, so I store them in my bag inside out faster. so that they dry faster. Otherwise, you'll have steam. The in inside is going to, yeah, because no, you wear them, this side's going to get sweatier. In about four or five years, you're going to be wearing knee sleeves. It also, <laughs> makes it, easy, it also makes it easier to get on. You want to put on your knee sleeve inside out and then roll it up. Yep. Otherwise, it gets stuck to your sweaty or warm so you, skin. So you always store knee sleeves inside out. It's a, like if you ever played hockey or football or something like that, you just like stick things in your oh, bag. Yeah. <laughs> and you open your bag a couple hours later and it just smells. Oh, yeah. So inside out's the way to go. Uh, we can also talk about like, oh, yeah. <laughs> little, uh, little like, odor, odor deodorizers yeah, in your oh. bag are also good to have. Yeah, but anyways. Your bag will start to smell. Next thing, next, next piece of equipment. Belt. A belt. A weight belt. <laughs> there are two different types of weight belts you can get. They're um, Velcro or like regular. Buckle. Yeah, yeah like, buckle like, like, like belt. Like a powerlifter kind of buckle. Yeah. I prefer the Velcro. They act like, you know, you kind of think like Velcro isn't necessarily a strong material. But it, like, the, the Velcro, as long as you get the right size, it's going to cover a huge portion of that Velcro, and so it's not going to pop off. It doesn't off. come off. Yeah. And it allows you to get that precise tightness that you like versus, you know, when you use a belt buckle, yeah. with you're the like, notches. this one's too, yeah, with the notches, like, this is it too loose, and then you're like, now I'm suffocating. Yeah, <laughs> well, the good thing about a Velcro belt as well for crossfitters is you can leave the belt on for the entirety yeah. of the wad, yeah. and you can adjust it. Oh, go in and yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so, like, if you're doing, say you're doing heavy fran for some reason, yeah. right? You can throw that belt, you can leave it on, you know, but have it loose for your pull-ups. And, and then you get over to your bar for thrusters. And you tighten, tighten it back up, up. And then you get done with the thrusters, you loosen yeah. that, that thing up again. So absolutely. that's the thing about Velcro belt. Yeah. Yep. Whereas a buckle belt, you can't do that as easily. It takes some more time. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Good, so good, like good Buckle point. belts will, they're set at one position and they'll stay until you loosen them or take it off. Velcro belts, it's convenient, it's faster. Um, if you don't get the right size or a good brand, they will, I have seen them pop off yeah, multiple times. I've had mine pop so off it's just sure. get a good brand and make sure it's the right size. And also, I mean, 
age and wear and tear with Velcro. So if anyone knows what Velcro is, it's just they're tiny hooks and tiny loops. little loops. Hooks and loops. And eventually, after having it for a long period of time, every time you tear the Velcro up, most of the time those loops are ripping. Yeah. So there's only so many of the dang little loops. So after a while, it's just not going to be very good. So if but you a had, while's like three years. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> it's a couple years um, yeah. with your your notch belts. It could last you a lifetime. So. And just to clear up real fast, what a belt's for? Belts are not for back support. Belts are to help you so you brace your core. Yeah, Therefore, helping back support yeah. by a brace core. It's not going to help you over the course of a long wad with the belt to stay on the whole yeah. time, not around your back. It's just not what it's for. Correct. And like, the course. general rule of thumb with belts is unless you're using it for a specific reason or working around some type of maybe you're hurt or something, like I said, hurt, not injured. Um, you want to try to not wear belts that often just yeah. because you're going to become reliant on them. They feel really nice. I'm guilty of this. They feel really I, good. Yeah. And so I, it's like you should only wear, really wear belts when something's getting really heavy right. or if you come into the gym and you've just been beating yourself up and you know doing a ton of wads and your core just feels a little loose and you're like, you know what, I just need a little extra stability. But don't wear them that often. Otherwise, you're going to get used to it and you're going to love the crap out of it. And then it'll be one of those things where if you don't have it, you're like, oh, I'm not going to do as well. Yeah, yeah, it becomes yeah. a crutch. You don't want anything to become a crutch for you. Yeah. Your, if your core feels like 17-1. Yeah, this, so like, <laughs> this is how I tweaked my back is 17-2. Um, I was just, you know, those dumbbell dumbbell cleans. I just, I didn't have the best tech. I was probably just leaning over because they were fairly light. And I felt my back was really tender. And the next day I was like, well, we'll just do heavy snatches. And it wasn't a good idea. And I probably, if I was wearing a belt, I probably could have avoided what happened. But um, yeah, so belt. Next piece of equipment. Oh, one other thing I wanted to oh, say sorry. about the belt. Uh, you also there's two different kind of styles of belts. Um, with this one is this like is a four inch width and it's that width all the way around. Mm. You also have the belts that have the larger back yeah. piece. Can you speak to like what the difference is with those and what what's the benefit or disadvantage to using those? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So this what Bridget was saying. <clears throat> so this type of belt, for those of you on the video. It's the same width the whole way around. Um, this belt is more versatile for movements like clean, snatch, um, just your more dynamic movements because it has less surface area so it's not gonna get up in the way. Um, the, the belts that have the thicker portion on the back are meant more for, they're more powerlifting belts. So they're meant a little bit more for your less dynamic movements, your more like deadlift or just back squat, front squat type movements because you're not getting as dynamic and you don't need as much range of motion or flexibility. Because with the thicker belts in the back, if you start to snatch in them or whatever, you'll feel it riding up and pushing against your ribs yeah. and like it gets really uncomfortable. You, you can't get that extension yeah. sometimes. You, you can't get the proper so flexibility really extension. they're just squatting, like power lifting yeah. Yeah. movements. They provide more, not more core support, they provide more back support. Yeah. So like core and back support, and then it's gonna limit the range of motion. If you're a really flexible person and you get super low in your snatch or your clean, it, you're gonna feel it pushing against your innards. And especially like I feel it against, if I wear those types of belts, against my lower ribs and it hurts. So I just, I don't like those, but it's personal preference. Excellent. Another, uh, what are we calling them, the support piece yeah. of equipment wrist is wrap. wrist wraps. Yes. <laughs> uh, yes. A lot. Of, I would say, wraps? yeah. I would Sometimes, say yeah. for a lot of people, this is probably their first piece of equipment oh. that they buy. One, it's pretty cheap, and two, um, sore wrists is something that pretty much the first person that comes in and you tell them to do a clean, they're like, well, that doesn't feel good. Yeah. My yeah. wrist hurts because mm -hmm. they're just not used to being in that position and, and relaxing their hands, um, and so they try to grip the bar, and so that puts a lot of pressure on your wrist. Mm -hmm. 
Um, so wrist wraps, it's not necessarily to like prevent movement of the wrist. Like my wrist still ends up in the same position in my front rack, whether I'm wearing wrist wraps or not wearing wrist wraps, but it does provide a level of support um, that kind of, I don't know, like it takes some of the tension off, yeah. Yeah. right? And uh, so I highly, highly recommend them, especially for Olympic lifting. So snatching and cleaning, cleaning and jerk um, is one of the best times to wear wrist wraps. You also can wear them in handstand push-ups. Um, I don't prefer them, though. I don't, yeah, I don't necessarily feel any added benefit, but I know, you know, uh, gym, gymnasts like to wear them a lot, but they're doing, like, flips and a lot more uh, pounding of their wrists. So there's a couple of different kinds. The, the most basic kind we have here is yeah, just the, the like, Velcro. Yeah, the <laughs> stick your thumb through the loop, wrap it around. Tighten it down appropriately. This is Mary, so it's not quite the size yep. that I need. But that's going to limit some of that mobility there, or some of that range of motion. Support when that bar is overhead, or mm -hmm. when you are on your hands for some reason. So that's yeah, definitely just. Yep. And you don't want them like super, super, super tight. You want it just tight enough that it's not moving around. Exactly. Same thing. So the other type is a cloth type. Um, My you, favorite. Yeah. That this they took a while for me to get used to because I wasn't wrapping them properly when I first got them. So if we're doing a video here, so a nice little trick to wrapping your wrist wraps is grab is leaving a little bit extra and folding that under when you go to wrap, and that will hold it in place. If you try to do the like middle finger grab, yeah, it's not gonna work. It's not gonna work, and it's not gonna get tight. Yeah, it's not just gonna be sl sliding around on you the whole time. Um, but these are super cheap, and they come in all different colors and shades. So if you're all into fashion and accessorizing. These are going to be a lot easier to go with. Yeah, um, sure. And then I also have these things called Wadis. Yes. <laughs> which I really like. Oh. It's a kind. It's a combination of a wrist strap and uh, a grip. Oh, yeah, a grip. Yeah. A grip protector. So if you're using a bar, especially if the bar has a really rough knurling on it, um, these really help protect your hands. So to not get beat up over and over. And a lot of like if you're wearing these, you're not going to wear these and grips. Yes. So it allows you to not have to pick one or the other. On occasion, I will wear my my cinch down yeah. wraps and, and grips. you can put the grips over top. Yeah, and yeah. That's just enough. But other than that, yeah. too much. But if you're but yeah, if you're a Velcro person, mm -hmm. you can't. You have to kind of pick one or the other. Yeah, for sure. You can't do both. So I have um, in my gym bag. I have the Wadi's um, these rope wristband uh, wrist wraps. I do have these uh, these Rage. Yeah, gymnastics uh, wraps and grips. Um, these will have a definitely shorter um, or smaller amount of uh, a wristband to it. They're still Velcro. They do have more um, um, of a layer on your palm when you end up doing uh, different gymnastics work. So if I'm using these, I usually use these for uh, muscle ups on rings or anything that has to do with those. I can't. And so use these as much with the uh, like bar muscle ups, just because they have more, uh, more of a layer to my. Uh, That's my the hand. point, man. I can't grip <laughs> on the bar. Cinch it down. Yeah. You got those baby hands. You can, you can so, baby yeah. hands be all right. So all let's right. talk about grips. That was kind of my lead-in. So Bridget has four different kinds of grips in her bag because I've tried them all. Um, like I said, I really like the Wadis. I can do pull-ups with my Wadis on, um, and they don't bother me too bad. My, I would say my favorite grip is the natural grip. So natural grip is basically just made out of tape. Um, it comes with two uh, finger holes that you put in. 
And then you have to have your own tape to secure the bottom piece. Um, when you tape these on, so they're sized by ring size. When you order them, they come like this, nice and pretty. <clears throat> and then when you go to put them on, you want to make sure there's a little bit of extra room. So you put them on with a bend in your wrist. Because if you tape them up with a straight wrist, then you won't be able to bend your hand back. So you need a little bit of extra. Um, they're super, super thin. So you don't have that problem of feeling like you're disconnected from the polo bar. And the, te the texture is nice and grippy as well. So I, have, I really, really liked the natural grips. Um, I also have, like you, you know, there's obviously other different kinds of the uh, leather ones. Bear Complex makes a version, tons of people make a version. And then the recent one I tried are jaw grips. So jaw grips are made out of a cloth material. So they don't need broken in like the leather ones do. Yeah, yeah, those um, take a while to break so in. they kind of have the same feel of a worn in leather grip, which is really, really nice. Yeah. Are those Velcro? They do have a piece of Velcro on them. Oh. So they're really easy to get on and off. Um, they, when they come, this piece is sewn together and then you cut the holes to be the size that you want. Okay. So they, they're a little bit easier to size. Um, when you order them, they're small, medium, large, and that's the distance from the top to the bottom, depending on how big your hand is. I ordered the mediums, and I feel they're a little bit small. Yeah. So if you don't have unusually small hands, I would say just order the larges. Um, but I've been really happy with these jaw grips, and I think they'll last a long time. I'm partial to regular leather grips because it's all I've ever used. So I hate grips. <laughs> I've tried them all, and yeah. I just... I, like Britta said, I just I feel so disconnected from the yeah. pull-up bar or the bar in general that I just, as soon as I take them off, it's like my performance goes up a thousand percent. But you, but yeah, but you have to find like that's how I felt for a long time because I was using these kinds of grips. Yeah. But it's like I never felt that way with the natural really? grips. That's like if anything, I felt like I was able to hold on longer. And that's you know, one of my things. Like I want to try to get used to grips, and as uh, this is more for like the competitors. You want to because if you're doing competitions and especially multiple day competition there's a great chance you're using your hands a ton and so at that point it becomes how efficient can you be while not ripping because once you rip your your efficiency is pretty much yeah. screwed if uh if you're definitely new to crossfit or just working on general and you don't have a like built up amount of calluses um and you end up doing a lot of wads that have um grip intensive work like uh, pull-ups and toes of bar I definitely recommend getting at least some type of these uh, wraps. Like I started off with these uh, leather wraps and I got the Wadis um, shortly after. Uh, they really do help. They really do help out with uh, not ripping your palm. Um, that's, you, you'll always see me use them. Unless I specifically have to, I can't. And I would use these fat bars just because they're a little bit less uh, intense on my hands. Less wrenching on my hands. Yeah. Uh, two more ways you can, this is kind of getting a little off topic, but two ways to prevent ripping. One is having a callus scraper. Um, I keep this in my bag, and so anytime your calluses start to get nice and big, shape them down. Um, I also keep, um, I also have like a, like a lotion that you can put on that kind of keeps it nice and soft, and that will prevent ripping. Another thing is how you grip the bar. So a lot of times people think, by put, doing thumb over and trying to get as much of their hand on the pull-up bar, the better, right? Because you feel like my grip, is, as I start to fall, like I have more and more space before I fall off. But that's exactly what's going to cause you to rip. Because <laughs> you're trying to hold onto the pull-up bar using your skin. Yep. 
So I had to like I had to really it's again those things of like it sucks when you first start, but if you force yourself to get used to it, it it's beneficial in the long run, which is doing thumb under. So if you do thumb under grip on the pull-up bar, you're gripping with your fingertips yep. versus gripping with the palm of your hand, and so you won't get those big giant rips. I yeah. like since I've switched, I've never ripped in my palm. Yeah, I don't rip hardly ever. Like I I definitely build up more calluses in my fingers, but I've never ripped on my palms. Yeah since I've switched. So, that is grips. What else you got? What else you got? Um, oh, I also have uh, straps. Oh yeah, lifting straps. Lifting straps, so there's different kinds of lifting straps. There's your, your Oli strap, and then there's like your powerlifting strap, which is a little different. This is more of a powerlifting strap. Um, not super great for like cleans, but if, you're, if your hands are beat up, you're doing accessory work, straps are good for that. Uh, for like clean deadlifts, or, or even if you're doing snatches, like snatch deadlift, but I wouldn't use these for snatching because they'll cinch on the bar, and then if you miss behind you, that you know and your hands uh, are stuck to this thing, it's going to snatch you down with the bar. Sure. So a lot of mess up your shoulders, or you'll crack your skull on the ground. So I don't recommend them for doing dynamic lifts. But uh, if you have the Oli straps, which I have in my locker, I won't go get those. But um, they look a little different. They're just one piece here, so it's kind of like kind of like that. So that way, if you do lift with them, um, you just kind of put your hand through and you wrap this portion around the bar. So if you let go, it just lets go, so it just falls off. And, and straps are, well, now we're getting in, in the and realm of more of, advanced more of a, yeah, more of a maybe advanced athlete is going to have straps in there. Most um, people aren't going to even have or know what weightlifting yeah. straps are. Yeah. Um, so it's just as you're starting to do a lot more barbell work, hang work, um, straps are just good. They just help preserve your hands, kind of similar to what a grip would do to avoid pull, get ripping from pull-ups. Um, straps will do with weightlifting just to avoid beating up your hands too much so that way you can continue to have multiple training sessions without crying that your hands hurt because <laughs> they will hurt they really will hurt bad thumbs yeah yeah, yeah. yeah and again it's, it's a tool that should be used minimally you know similar like we were talking about with the back brick like our our um belts yeah. like they shouldn't become a crutch for you um they're used for specific reasons and you not shouldn't be overusing them um so then I just have a couple other random things that, again, like I have that other people probably don't need. Um, I've got shin guards for those of us people who have hit the boxes way too many times with our shins. Mm. Um, also good for rope climbs. Also yeah. good for rope climbs. Um, but yeah, so I have shin guards and the rock tape makes a nice soft shin guard yeah. where like if you want to wear soccer shin guards, that's up to you. Um, but it does if you're one that often has hit a box with their shin and they don't want to go to the emergency room anymore. Um, <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's an option. Um, also mobility tools. A lot of people have their own, you know, keep a lacrosse, lacrosse ball, ball yeah. in their bag. I have a lacrosse um, ball. Um, a you know, rolly stick is a common one. Um, I also really love the um, voodoo band. Yeah. Voodoo band, one. yeah, is a huge one for me that I use all the time. Um, and then I also have just recently bought a slingshot, which is a good uh, warm-up piece of equipment mm -hmm. for warming up your glutes before squatting. Yeah. I, I just keep for mobility. I keep a little rumber roller in my bag. I keep the the hand roller, the stick roller. And I also, also keep a uh, lacrosse ball that hits most of the points I need to hit. And if I, you're yeah. if you're anyone that. Like posting your workouts or videotaping yourself or doing it for the gram. Chris yeah. is about, I could just tell his excitement. <laughs> He's about to tell you about this piece of equipment he has. Drop serious knowledge on you. Uh, 
Oh, okay. Good. It has the name on it on the side. Um, at least on Rogue, uh, you can find this uh, type of mount. It's called Perch Mount. You can find it on perchmount.com also. Um, I usually use this for recording my own workouts or else recording like time lapses of workouts that happen in the gym. Um, this is actually really helpful. Um, you can, it's magnetized on the bottom, so you can stick this to anything that's magnetic. Um, you can stick it to your car, depending on what spot that you don't have plastic on. But um, I make them two different sizes. I have the smaller size for my iPhone because I have the uh, um, just a normal seven. You got a baby phone. Um, Go real phone. Go ahead. My bad. Go ahead. I don't want. I don't want one. I always have a phone that I'm able to at least touch the top left of the screen with one hand. So. That's why I have this small one. But um, as you can see on the video, uh, it just clamps down the back of your phone. Um, you can slap it down on anything that's magnetic, however you want to. But uh, this is really great for recording your own workouts or recording somebody else's, possibly. Um, I always have this in my bag, especially when you're traveling. <laughs> yeah. Or actually, this is really great. I'm for... that guy. I walk in your gym. Let me mount my camera. Right there. <laughs> you fuck shit up. <laughs> This is really great for uh, taking pictures also. Um, so if you happen to see yes. the, uh, the recent boot camp picture um, that myself is in and some of the other uh, athletes. I'm proud of you, CJ. Okay. No, because, okay, so real quick, I'm going off on a tangent. Our podcast is under the category of explicit, and we never curse, so I'm kind of happy. Oh. To, I'm kind of happy CJ just did because now we've earned it. We're explicit. <laughs> I changed it because Yo was on this podcast and like was just going on. Yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> well, and, and then Tamara and Kelsey didn't make it too easy either. Oh, oh, yeah. so that conversation. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, oh. <laughs> back to yes. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go. But anyways, I take this everywhere. The other thing that I usually have in my bag is chalk, or else. Um, that, I have, that I have can get messy, but if you want to <laughs> yeah. take chalk, I, I have the chalk inside of a uh, liquid chalk. No, that one. Right. Liquid chalk is a thing, yes. Like oh. a climber's oh. bag? No, it's in like this uh, very small soap, like travel soap container. Okay. And I just have it in there. It's, it's made like for cocaine, small. but he uses it for chalk. So. <laughs> I, when I, when I, My special chalk. When I go do pull-ups or muscle-ups at the yeah. park. Um, oh, yeah. Sir, what's I, this? Oh, that's chalk. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm always like, I really hope a cop doesn't drive by, so I try to make it like I'm putting chalk That's even more inconspicuous. <laughs> <laughs> you hang out with, with parkour people, they like make fun of us for having to like always have chalk. chalk. Like, well, when you get chased, you're not gonna get chalk, are you? Like, get get used to it. I also <laughs> point yourself up when you chase. I also yeah. do have. Yeah, you're not gonna have to take time. I don't use much chalk, so I'm like on, on their side. Like, yeah, you don't really need it. I do yeah, have chapstick. Really also, yeah. I used to use chapstick before I used for chalk for my hands. Yeah. Um, I have that in my bag just in case. Also. Um, Back to things that we didn't touch yeah. on that I think is, I have this in my bag and it's super necessary. Yes. Uh, more hand protection, but tape. Tape. <laughs> well, not just hand, tape's good for a lot of stuff. Tape's good for a lot of stuff. A lot. If, if you grip I tape my thumbs, yeah. every, yeah. every like grip intensive yeah. while, or like, like, hand clean. If you have a lot of snatches. tape, you can tape joints and like I used to tape my wrists and it helps a lot. Like tape is. Oh yeah, I have um, rock tape. Yeah. Rock tape is you, huge for that. You, you can make grips out of tape. Like tape is just very versatile. <laughs> you can use it for a lot of different You can stuff. use it for wrist wraps. Um, I've used that for wrist wraps before. Um, yeah, anytime, or if, if you have a cut on your hand, um, a band aid is not going to hold up to the abuse that we put it under. So, 
um, tape, you know, tape, tape, tape. I always have tape, I'm, or if I'm out and like, can someone borrow me borrow any tape? Yeah. I don't think there's ever a workout that goes by I'm the like way I don't use tape. The king of this because I usually have six something. rolls in my bag, and yeah. everyone knows it's like, God, you got tape. Yeah, that's why I sure. buy tape. Um, <laughs> a lot of times, like, I'll tape. I'll put little little pieces of tape on my fingers, um, and that helps with pull, like grip totally. for pull ups. Tape is great. Tape okay. is awesome. Then if my hands get beat, I'll use gloves. We have, we have two minutes left. Um, real quick, Bridget has gloves also. These are good for like rope climbs or yeah. pull-ups. Um, yeah, like if you're doing sled poles yeah. uh, and you have a really shitty rope. One um, thing um, two really words nice. One thing we didn't talk about, and Bridget has this in her bag, that I have in mind also is yeah. supplements. Um, I always carry a recovery protein with me just because it's easier than buying it. Usually, PR juice, it, Usually they don't it. have the kind, so like I have SFH recovery. That's done. Um, Bridget I'm has pre-workout in her bag, and she also has. I just have uh, deep blue. Deep which is, blue. Did you, so they have muscle the, rub. Yeah, no. So the, they have a muscle rub, but they also have a capsule version. Um, just... So you eat this. Yes, it's taken orally. <laughs> it's just a pill. So deep blue is a is a natural herbal supplement. Gotcha. Um, and so this is in your your rub if you buy the rub it's version. Turmeric because it's yellow. Yeah, exactly. It has turmeric in it, so it's for anti-inflammatory. It's very so deep blue is very similar to like an icy uh, <laughs> yeah. icy hot, yeah. um, but the capsules is more of a, is a way to take it more full body mm. in anti-inflammation versus spot treatment. Supplements are also something to consider putting in your gym bag. Yeah, I'm a but big supplements like a whole nother conversation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're not talking about those, but I do keep them in my gym bag, and Bridget does too. Um, we're running out of time. She also has clips. This is very not as necessary, but Definitely having your own necessary. having your own clips it, it is nice. Um, it makes you like hers are personalized, so that's yeah. really cool. Also, barbell. Check yeah. those guys out. Um, but yeah, yeah. I mean, we keep both. As you get more and more competitive, what you'll find is your, your, your bag will grow in size. So And more and more um, things. Like I have like in my gym bag, like three, I have four pairs of shoes in my yeah. CrossFit gym bag. Not that I travel with, but yeah, pair of, like, just, just like in my so I, shoes, yeah, I have, lifting shoes. I have, I have my CrossFit shoes. shoes. Yeah, and then I have running shoes, which are my innovates. Um, and I have lifting shoes, and then I have a hybrid lifting shoe that Reebok makes. So if you're doing double unders lifting box jumps, you can knock all that out. Yeah, I have, like, um, travel parallettes. Yes, travel parallettes. Oh, my God. <laughs> Another cool, unnecessary piece of equipment. <laughs> Completely unnecessary. Also, sunglasses, because you need to look cool while yeah. I'm running outside. Yeah. Outside? Who's running? Yeah, yeah we don't run, bro. <laughs> okay, only And super. deodorizer. Deodorizer. Yeah. yeah, let's just talk about the things that are in your gym bag that you don't need. Yeah. Right? So, all them M&Ms. All those M&Ms. Get them out of there. Crack cocaine. Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. I'm here so I don't get fined. Make sure to throw a couple two and a half pound plates in there. Another thing we didn't mention, if you are traveling, this is just an assumption that your workout clothes are, I usually pack them separately, but if not, put them in your gym bag, but most people don't need that, so. Anyhow. Make sure you have workout clothes. Thanks for listening, guys. Check us out. CrossFitMob.com. No. um, (laughs) (laughs) No. CrossFit-Mob.com. It's YouTube.com slash CrossFitMob. There should be a space between CrossFit Mob. It's gonna have our symbol, so you'll be able to find it. And then Instagram. Um, yeah, Instagram is CrossFit Mob. Same thing with uh, Facebook. Power Up Podcast. Um, you, you can find the links on Facebook and Instagram if you don't go straight to uh, YouTube to find this podcast. But if you want to watch the video version of the podcast and uh, see the different types of equipment and seeing Gobs his uh, dance moves, um, mm. go check out the video version of the so podcast. So lucky, girl.
<laughs> you can check me out, GameReadyFit.com, or Darker Than Night, as in the medieval night. That's right. On Instagram. Yeah. With the K. You can check me out, coming into CrossFit Mob and working out. I'm also on, on uh, social media, The Gabriel Show, on uh, Instagram, Facebook, NF Barbell, Weightlifting Club. Check that out. USAW certified. It's all good. Um, my, uh, check out Bridget. Yeah, check out Bridget too. Yeah, that's right. Gidget Green 22. Gidget Green 22 on Instagram. Check it out. <laughs> and uh, if you want to check out. You oh. want some pole dancing tips? Yeah, doggy. <laughs> not, um, not just pull ups. My, uh, my Instagram is uh, stormtrooper underscore AF. As a stormtrooper on the yeah. picture, so. Yeah. 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 Right, sweet. Thanks for listening, guys. Yep. We'll see you next week with episode 23. Peace. And we all.